Hey beautiful people, my name is Aura Lua and welcome to A Million Questions About Life and Human Behaviour. Essentially this space is where I get to be vulnerable and honest with myself and share with you my personal journey to realising my purest potential on earth and in doing so I'm hoping that while I share my experiences, it sparks curiosity and inspired action within you to create the life that I believe your evolved self already knows is absolutely possible. Okay, so today we'll be diving into how to stay consistent. But before we get started, I want to do a check-in. How am I feeling? How are you feeling? Right now, in this moment, how do I feel? I feel a bit achy because I've been going to um, swim in both lessons and practices. So I'm a bit achy, but... I know it's good for me in the long run, so I, I feel good. Um, outside of an achy, emotionally I feel good. I definitely feel good. I feel a lot better than I did, I think, in the last couple of episodes. Um, today I feel optimistic. I feel very energetic. And I feel like I have like a renewed... Um, excitement for my podcast journey so that's how I'm feeling today which is great um and hopefully that will that uh, enthusiasm will pour into the topic for today which is staying consistent how to stay consistent or how I'm trying to stay consistent I tell you guys over and over again in my episodes I'm not here to tell you what to do I'm not here to tell you how to do things, although (laughs) my titles are called How To, but I'm showing you what I'm doing and how I'm doing it with the hope that when you hear what I'm saying and when you hear my experiences, it helps you shape your experiences. So I'm not expecting you to take these as step-by-step guides. I'm expecting you to challenge what I say, to pick and choose from what I say and feel and experience how that fits into your life, your narrative, your structure. So by all means, like, I'm, I'm open to challenge. I'm not telling you, you must do this. Uh, you must do that to achieve X, Y, Z. I'm just basically telling you guys, I tried this out. Maybe try it too and see how it goes. But yes, we are talking about staying consistent. And I realise this is an important one for me because a couple of episodes ago, I spoke about... Do you feel successful? Best way to measure success. And one of the reasons, one of the um, uh, things I shared in that episode is that I noticed the one thing I was falling short of is my measurement of success did not align with the why of the things I was doing. It didn't align with um, my intrinsic motivation and my intrinsic value so I started to understand that for me to have a successful podcast longer term and open up myself to more opportunities because that's also one of the reasons I'm starting this podcast I'm not only wanting to make this my sole career or sole purpose I'm using this as a platform to 
um, elevate me into other opportunities because I believe this can introduce more opportunities to help me further um, realize the why um, of the things I do, which is me having an effortless life, being my authentic self, allowing me to attract abundance be my authentic self allow allowing me to do things in, intentionally allowing me to do things I love allowing me have quality time with myself quality time with family and friends that's why I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm hoping that um, inviting people to my journey will encourage them to take their inspired steps and actions into having the life they want the life they've dreamed of having and maybe they've convinced themselves it's not possible but I'm, I'm wanting people to kind of watch me watch me grow watch me succeed um, and hopefully use that to inspire them to to take their steps um but yeah, so that's so that's why I started to look into. Okay, so we spoke about do you feel successful, and I understood that one of the reasons I haven't felt successful in my past experiences is because I wasn't measuring the right things. And I remember finishing off that do you feel successful episode by saying that I was basically trial trial and error in um, different steps to help measure my success. And one thing I'd brainstormed with my girlfriend was instead of looking at um, how my downloads are growing or how my number of plays are growing, how about I focus on asking myself with the salary test if each episode is authentic, if if I was vulnerable in each episode, if I allowed myself to be honest in each episode. And at that point, I remember signing off saying like, guys, this is a work in progress. Like, don't quote me on this. I have to say that when I came up with that potential measure of success, it felt like it was lacking. It felt like there was something missing from it. And I think I get it now. Um, but again, <laughs> still work in progress. But the reason I'm saying it is that although I had kind of set myself that measurement of success, number one, I wasn't doing it. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend I did it when I wasn't doing it. Like my my um, thought in that moment was that after every episode, I'd create this like checklist and say, like, am I being effortless? But I don't think that that's my true measurement of success. I'm finding that what's happening now is so part of me achieving the life I want is being able to be consistent. And I'm like, OK, well, that's all well and good. But how exactly do I stay consistent? So I found myself Googling how to stay consistent. And there's this article, I'm going to share it in a, in a link. It's on a website called Lifehack. And I actually go through the article and kind of read through it. But one thing I have to say, which I found entertaining, it kind of, I mean, it tickled me, is the fact that reading the article, not to undermine the article in any way, shape or form, but I was reading through it and it's like, these are things I already know. And I find that to be a reoccurring theme in my life where I seek answers and <laughs> and then I'm like, but I already knew this. So then it begs the question, well, 
all right, you're saying you already knew this. If you knew this, then why are you not doing it? Because I Googled how to stay consistent. And the first article I was drawn to was pretty much telling me things. And I'm like, I already know this. I already know that (laughs) I should do these things to stay consistent. It's very much common sense. So what's stopping me doing it? And before I get onto what was stopping me being consistent, which will hopefully then show me how to start being consistent and hopefully you as well, um, I'll read some snippets of the article and then share with you. And I'm sure when I start to read it, you're going to say the same thing I said, which is, uh, I already knew this. <laughs> and yes, I agree. So bear with me and just hear me out um, to perhaps maybe what could shift your mindset because I'm finding it's shifting my mindset. But essentially, um, in the article, it's called How to Stay Consistent and Realize Your Dreams. And the very first um, bullet point they state is, number one, make sure they're your dreams, which I really agree with this. So this goes back to the what was like mind-blowing to me about the book Start With Why um, is the fact that they the author was very clear, Simon was very clear in saying that um, you have to know the why behind the things you do. And this article literally starts off with that saying, like often our dreams and desires are contrast. So this is me reading snippets, by the way. And it says influenced and shaped by social perspectives rather than being fueled by raw passion, which leaves us relentless. And I can 1000% relate to this and I completely agree Um because I've said it in other episodes as well, where I've been trying to figure out what I want to do as my career, what relationship I want. And I realized I was letting social constructs shape and govern, but not also shape and govern, but actually limit the the extent of how I let myself dream. Um, because I do realize once I let go of social constructs, um, I get way more than I could ever have possibly imagined like things that materialize beyond my wildest expectations um so I do agree with the first point of the article is like make sure they're your dreams and I agree because the reason they need to be your dreams is that you have to have that raw passion you have to have that initial fire that's like remember the end goal remember the end goal this is why I'm doing what I'm doing this is why I'm waking up every morning when no one's listening to my podcast and still telling myself I'm going to record an episode this is why I'm looking and seeing no downloads and seeing no plays well actually I have noticed that a few people are listening and it's gained some traffic but it's still like in the tens I think last I checked it was like eight people and I'm pretty sure um from those eight plays (laughs) probably four of those plays are from myself um because this is one thing I'll come on to talk about in the next episode which is um asking if you're your own enemy of progress but one thing I noticed is that I was so like uh what's the word I had this like adverse reaction to listening to my own episodes and I'd cringe at the thought of listening to it and now I've actually set myself a goal to listen to my episodes which I feel like is a game changer but I'll talk about that in the next episode I'd have to make a mental note of like sharing the story I wanted to share um but yes so it the first point this article says is make sure they're your dreams which I agree with but I'm like "Mm, makes sense if I want to be 
consistent uh well did that one make sense i have to say no that one i was like okay cool it it felt like something i'd heard only because i'd recently read um the simon Sinek book but i have to be fair with that one i was like okay fair enough um that makes sense. And then the second point, it talks about break down your goals into smaller pieces. With this one, I was like, uh, like, <laughs> are you for real? Like, this is like basic 101 in achieving um, your your dreams, right? Breaking down your goals into smaller pieces. I've, always, I've, I've been talking about the fact that I'm a HR professional by day. And I mean, one of the biggies we talk about is smart objectives. We're always kind of coaching and educating our managers, our people managers on breaking down people's goals into smart objectives. Don't give an employee an objective if it's not smart. Um, and with that, it's essentially what this... Um, this point in the article is saying where the your dreams are basically a, a destination right the dream is a destination but you need milestones to reassure yourself that your um the path you're taking is leading you to that destination and also the good thing about this bullet point is that um it it makes it more palatable because a lot of times and this is the thing if you're this is like such a cliche saying but i agree i agree they say if your dreams don't scare you then you're not dreaming big enough and i completely agree like if you're wanting if the destination you're wanting to get to doesn't give you some kind of like a slight anxiousness like can i do it if it doesn't like provoke a bit of self-doubt in you then perhaps the dream is more um, attainable than you think it is. But ultimately, because typically a lot of times the dreams we ask for, they normally feel very far-fetched. So I agree with breaking down your goals into smaller pieces. And I see how this can help you stay consistent. But bear with me because I still have a big point to make about this article further down the line. But for now, we're just going through it. So that I agreed with, but I, that I was like, well, it's obvious, like for any goal you want to achieve, of course, you're going to break it down into smaller chunks. Was I doing it? No, I wasn't. Well, to some extent I was like starting my podcast, but I wasn't intentional about it. I was like, okay, well, I have to buy the, buy the equipment. Okay. Well, I have to learn uh, the basics of editing. So I was setting myself smaller goals, but I wasn't very intentional about it. I was kind of stumbling on the things I was doing. But anyway, the next uh, point the article makes is segment your efforts and tasks. And it says split your goals to realize your dreams in segments of achievements. If your dreams are that of establishing your company, break it down into smaller tasks like attaining a business license, building a website, marketing your product, um, and finally achieving profit targets. So this I agree with as well. And to be honest, I don't really see how far off from uh point number two point number three is in terms of breaking it into smaller goals um i suppose maybe point number two is saying understand the themes of your final destination and then number three is then break those themes down into actionable items um so i suppose in hr world point number two is the the goal you set yourself um branching off of your main dream and then point number three is what are the actionable um the the actionable 
time-bound task that you create from that. Then it moves on to get organized and be systematic. I mean, guys, (laughs) this is when like you're looking at yourself going like, I mean, I was rolling my eyes at the article. I have to be honest because I'm like, well, of course you have to be organized and systematic. Do we do this when we want to achieve things? That's a different question. But this article is telling you to be consistent in achieving your dream. You have to be organized and systematic. Does it make sense? I agree. I mean, it's talking about um, clearing your clu- clearing the clutter on your desk, clearing your calendar, Get or getting organized gives you the clarity about your priorities and helps you manage your time better. Uh, it gives the boost to be consistent while executing important assignments. And it says, be systematic about every approach in life. Every small te- step taken in running a business needs well-conceived and systematic approach to achieve the target. By devising your own ways to ease of operations, your performance will improve exponentially. <laughs> if you're someone who thinks similarly to the way I do, You're probably at this point going, well, that's easier said than done. Yes, I agree, because that's exactly what I thought. And then the next point it says is remind yourself why you started. And I think this is important because I think um, it goes back to number point number one. Point number one says know and recognize it's your dream. Point number five says remind yourself why you started. And I completely Um, see the merit in this point because again take me for example where I've started this podcast I launched it on the 22nd of March it's coming up to the one month anniversary of my podcast um, and I'm thinking to myself "Mm, I mean I've only recorded how many episodes so far And although I tell myself don't focus on the analytics I can't help but peek at the numbers and thing to myself 50% of the listens at the moment are coming from me which is understandable right I have to give that so I have to give myself that understanding that I'm just starting out on this the same way I started out in HR and I was like bumbling around in my in the process HR processes I was like I don't know what you're talking about when people ask me about employee related advice now this is 10, 11 years on, I feel more confident in my HR skills, my HR knowledge. When I give managers advice, I feel I say it with more confidence, which makes sense. That just comes naturally. But because this is my dream I'm trying to achieve, a part of me is like, well, why, why don't I already know it? So I do agree in reminding yourself why you started, because I think being able to remind yourself why you started is what's going to keep you going when you're not noticing the immediate returns you're not noticing the immediate material returns or the immediate validation as to okay I'm on the right path and when I talk about immediate validations I mean the part where you're doing everything you should be doing and the service the product is rewarding you by attracting clients if that's what you're looking for attracting sales if that's what ultimately you're looking for so it will help you to remind yourself why you started then it goes on to talk to your partner often which this is another one where again I was like well yeah I agree because I've always talked about having an accountability body and I actually signed up for like groups um where I'm looking for like 
entrepreneurs ideally females because I'm I'm all about female empowerment and when I talk about female I mean I'm a spiritual being and I believe there's masculine and feminine energy I'm not going to really go into that maybe that can be another topic I do feel there's masculine and feminine energy and some people are so focused on genders where I just think everyone has both masculine and feminine energy but there's a spectrum and some people show a preference towards masculinity some show a preference towards femininity it's neither here nor there um but ultimately it talks about having a accountability partner and i've been looking for more feminine driven um groups where i basically i'm thinking i have to start my own group (laughs) if you're someone who's looking for a group reach out to me because I think I might have to stop my own group because I've been trying to find a group and I'm struggling to find one. I may end up making one, but I do see the merit in part of helping you stay consistent is having people you can be accountable to and um, you can be accountable to yourself, but it also helps you um, to have a group where you guys are on a similar path and you're keeping each other going so I agree with that and then it comes on to so this is an interesting part of the article in terms of staying consistent it talks about schedule time for things you love doing so this is an interesting one and I quite like this because it's not what I've come across before in terms of staying consistent in achieving a goal right for me I suppose what I've always done in the past is I want to become a senior HR business partner. So I will focus, focus on being a senior HR business partner. I will take on opportunities for more responsibility. I will learn. I will shadow someone. Um, I will basically be on track, whatever that means. But this article talks about taking time out daily, so it actually talks about doing it daily to do things you really love and that could be playing an instrument or doing a sport you like an exercise you like and do it often and it says things you like doing keep your creativity alive that's interesting right I mean you you may have come across this because like I said majority of the points the article made I'd already come across before but this article talks about um allowing your allowing yourself and allowing time for activities you love actually would help elevate your mood and boost your productivity so that's interesting right because (laughs) if we start I mean I'm starting to come across as someone who just bashes corporate world when you think about corporate world I mean it's just crazy when you think about the peanuts that they try and throw us every now and then like oh look you get a discount to a membership a gym membership you get a discount to this activity that activity oh guys we're doing a group team building once a quarter (laughs) to go have some fun but I, I quite liked this point in the article saying schedule time for doing things you love because when you think about yourself in your corporate world There's barely any time to do anything else. You're only given 48 hours when you give your job how many hours? How many hours is five? Five days. I'm not going to do the math now. Um, But you get the point I'm making. You spend majority of your time in your nine to five. If you're someone who's focusing on, on being consistent and achieving a certain goal in your nine to five, 
Are you creating time for things you love? Do you even have the time? Do you have the luxury of time to do things you love? Because if not, <laughs> then perhaps that's what's stopping you being consistent to achieving what you want. The next one it talks about is traveling. Okay, I might skip some of them uh, because I really do want to make the point I want to make. It talks about other stuff like traveling. So it talks about traveling solo, which I find interesting uh, because... I'm someone, if I'm being completely honest with myself, I like the thought of traveling. I love traveling, but I'm a very like, and this is, I think it just is to do with like how I was molded and shaped growing up. So I noticed that I'm a, I'm independent as long as I feel a sense of security around me. And when I say that, it's like, and I, I've never traveled solo to a country, except I was like going there to do a joint group activity so for example I went to Goa by myself but that's because I was going there to do a yoga activity with a group of people um that's the only kind of solo traveling I've done or I travel solo to go meet someone I know in another country outside of that um I like traveling in groups I like traveling in company um I feel very exposed when I'm by myself but actually this article suggests um, being able to travel solo and I think to be honest it's just what that point is trying to make is um, allowing yourself see the bigger bigger picture realizing your potential um, and making you probably see things from a different light than you would have before I noticed that even with traveling with companion I mean I try not to travel in more than in groups bigger than three I mean, I try not to travel in groups bigger than two. I always travel as a pair. I prefer traveling as a pair. I've tried to travel in groups and it, I just didn't like it because like, it just feels like so much faff and hassle trying to um, figure out what each person wants to do and making time for what everyone wants to do. So I actually tra like traveling in a pair, but I feel like I still get the benefit traveling in a pair than traveling solo and I think that's because I always still give myself time for solo activities I take a book to read um even just literally just sitting on the beach by myself sometimes even if I've gone as a pair so maybe that's why I'm still able to get the benefit of that point and then the other thing it says which I've actually spoken about this and I agree so it says money will not motivate you consistently and here it says money is not the only motivator that works for consistency. You will tend to procrastinate if you aren't interested in doing a certain task. Preach, 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 preach. Because <laughs> this is me and this has been me in my HR career for the last few years where I've been chasing more money. But then I just find myself constantly procrastinating because I'm just not interested in the task I'm doing. But what the article is suggesting is be true to yourself and set goals beyond all money for motivation which is interesting because this is similar to the principle that Simon was talking about in his book and it says the best way to deal with this is to delegate tasks and follow up constantly let people help you with the tasks they like doing and find ways to monetize these tasks profitably now of course this is more uh, this is probably more relatable to people who have grown their business to a certain extent and they can delegate they're at the stage of delegating as a solo person myself something like editing 
I don't I don't find it enjoyable. I have to be honest with myself. I would do the basic minimum, but I'm not the person who's going to sit there doing all these fancy visual effects and audio effects or whatever it is. And this is another reason why actually I haven't delved into video podcasting because I tried to be a YouTuber once and it, it just, Oh, I found it so frustrating when I'd have to edit the videos. So that's why I veered away from that. And I'm like, I'd rather do this audio where I can just talk and there's minimal editing. But trust me, <laughs> once I can, I would delegate I would delegate the editing to a professional who actually enjoys doing this. But I see how to stay consistent, you should um, help yourself probably delegate the things that are less favorable because you're more likely to be consistent if you're enjoying what you do than if you're not and this is why I keep stressing the emphasis in terms of how you measure your success as well is to be mindful that money is your only focus of course you can use money to to measure your success but try and find other ways and I will come on to this in a bit more detail later on because I noticed that that really helped me um, and what I'm doing. And it talks about surrounding yourself with positive people, uh, visualizing the results, realizing that you can't control everything. Don't lose sight of the bigger picture. Don't worry, guys, I'm going to share this article because you're probably like, why is she wheezing through it? Um, And then I think the final point is follow your industry for positive information. Oh, no, that's not the final one. The final one, which I liked, it says blame yourself before you blame others. This is going to be a whole different episode. This is going to be when I talk about, are you your own enemy of progress? Because guys, I am finding that the biggest blocker has been myself in terms of things I want to do. That's why I want to dedicate a whole episode for that. But point 15 basically says, all of us make mistakes. Review what you do to find out where it goes wrong and improve your skill in that area. It's easy to blame others, but that doesn't address address the issue. Preach, 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 preach. And then it says, ask yourself before starting a blame game. I, I'm honest, I love this. I think it's because one of my core core values is accountability that's why I really like this point but it says hold yourself accountable and make the most from the mistake by taking serious lessons and building your capacity so that the mistake is not repeated in the future and this is that was that was that the last point yeah that was the last point and helping you stay consistent I'm curious what you think about it when you get to read it But I just kind of schemed through it. There's definitely a bit more in the article if you're curious. I'll add the link for you. But the reason I kind of read through it is because for me, I don't know about you, but for me, a lot of the things it said, I was like, "Mm, I already knew this. (laughs) But now when I'm saying that out loud, I already knew this. One of the things I've been using to self-sabotage myself over the years is that I'm very good at absorbing information. I'm very good at seeking answers, but to the point where I'm constantly seeking that I don't actually do. So are you someone who is reading, 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 but not actually doing anything, constantly seeking inspiration? I actually joined the podcast 
community just to learn more about podcasting and the first um group meeting I went to someone came on and they were curious so they were they are someone who absorb uh, taking podcasts they enjoy listening to podcasts of, of about various various topics but and they got curious about perhaps they should start a podcast but the question they kept asking the group is how do you not run out of things to, to say how do you start a podcast it was just constant questions of how 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 searching 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 and the group's response back to the person or the the group's question back to the person was have you tried starting the podcast and they're like well no that's why I'm here I'm here to find out more answers and I found that interesting and I'm not I'm not mocking the person I just found it interesting because I could see a reflection of myself in this person asking the questions because I do tend to be that person who wraps myself in my head who wraps myself in the research phase I'm like priding myself is like oh for me to start a business for me to start exercising I need to research everything I need to know about this topic to the point where am I actually researching everything I need to know or am I using that as a reason to stop me and now I'm starting to understand that one of the things that's actually stopping me being consistent is guess what my fear of failure so if you're someone who's thinking or asking yourself how do I be how do I stay consistent whatever it is you're doing if it's to be healthier to lose weight to make more money to start a new career to have a healthy relationship whatever it is that you are seeking whatever it is you're desiring to achieve and you're telling yourself okay I'm doing all these things to get myself to where I need to be but I keep falling off the wagon I I don't I can't seem to stay consistent why can't I stay consistent when it's what I truly want I want you to ask yourself because I found this is what I was doing what's actually been stopping me being consistent is my fear of failure I almost write off my goal before I can even achieve it and then I tell myself, oh, but it just didn't work out. But I was, I put in all the effort, I put in all the the fire, I put in all the fuel. But really, did I stop because I was just scared that I'd never get there? Or not, I'd never get there, or I convinced myself I wouldn't get there. So is there, why are you even trying? You might as well give up now before you get there. Because once you get there, can you even keep it going? Can you sustain the level of success? And I feel some people do genuinely are fearful. Like there are some people, I mean, I'm. I, this is not me. I'm not wanting to be a celebrity, but there are some people who are wanting to, for example, to be famous, but they genuinely fear that are they even worth being famous? Um, will people actually see value in them being f- in famous? And again, all of this is just fear, fear, fear. So perhaps something that's been stopping you being consistent is fear of failure, because I'm finding that's been stopping me being consistent. I've been very good at reading, reading, reading articles, watching how to's, listening to how to's, instead of actually doing the things I need to do, instead of actually focusing effort and investment into what I want to do and that's because I've had the fear of failure you know what they say right it's what's that saying it's better the devil you know than the angel you don't know um take me and I know a lot of people can relate to this I have my cushy 
nine to five where there's that false sense of financial security. I say false sense because really no job is permanent in this world anymore. Um, there's just like so many constant changes in the um in the environment that it makes it hard for companies to retain employees and vice versa. But anyway, it's just, I feel like I've been so comfortable in my own discomfort that I've just let myself jump from one HR job to another. Like, oh, I can always get another HR job. So I stopped myself being consistent in transitioning careers because guess what? HR is always going to be there for me, right? So that fear of failure, instead of admitting to myself, I'm actually fearing being successful at a different career. I just stop myself being consistent and I tell myself, I don't know, I can't be consistent. Like, isn't that crazy when you think about it? Like, it's wild when, <laughs> when I say it out loud that it's my fear of failure that's been stopping me being consistent. So one thing I noticed after reading that article, I did find it helpful to an extent and I kind of fed it back through my work in progress in terms of how do I measure my success. So I grew with the article and one thing I tried, which I'm sticking to now, is the bit where it talks about breaking it into more manageable chunks. I found that quite helpful and I've actually found that to be now a potential way of me measuring my success. So what I started to do now in terms of my podcast journey, I've started to set, my, set myself milestones. So I created my list of April milestones. And honestly, the activities might feel so basic, but it's funny because when I look at, I'll read out my list that I set for myself for April. And oh my God, I found it so rewarding because this is just me as well. I am that person who's, motivated by ticking things off my list like saying I'm gonna do something and do it like I actually find joy in that <laughs> so I find that's worked for me but I'll read my April milestones with you and I even broke it down because first I started off with record podcasts but then I'm like hang on a minute I do one a week so why don't I break it down so I've literally written like record week one episode post week one episode, record week two episode, post week two episode. And oh my God, the little pleasures I get <laughs> from taking that off my list, I'm finding it's actually helping me stay consistent. Like I'm, I am that person and I want you to find what works for you because I am that person that will do something just so I can take it off my list. Like it will, it gives me that satisfaction to cross off. Like I wish I could show you guys <laughs> my phone right now. So I've got my, I put it on my notepad in my, um, I use Samsung by the way, and I've got, it's got Samsung notes and it allows you, you know, that one where you can put like a tick and once you tick it, it crosses off that activity. Like I'm just smiling, just, <laughs> just staring at my April milestones, knowing I've ticked these things off my list. Is this going to get me more plays? Who knows? But do I feel good with myself? 1000%. And this is why I'm also starting to realize, and the article is very right in terms of that, I'm not necessarily chasing money. I know I constantly keep saying it. And I, I always say, if you keep saying something, then it probably means the opposite. But I know I constantly saying it, but I think the reason I just keep repeating it is just that this feels like a massive revelation for me that Although in the past I would have thought I was chasing money by branching out into a podcast and asking for opportunities to be opened up. It's not necessarily so. I just, what I'm actually 
what I've been seeking is that sense of fulfillment, that sense of accomplishment. And like now being able to break down my podcast journey into monthly milestones, it feels like a game changer. I've like almost finished ticking off my list. And do you know what, guys? I found that, I mean, I wasn't thinking this when I wrote my milestones, but I find that the milestones actually pass my celery test. If you're wondering what I'm talking about when I talk about my celery test, then you should listen to the episode, which is called Do You Feel Successful? I can't remember what, what number it is, but it's called Do You Feel Successful? But basically, my April milestones actually passed my salary test. So it talks about recording the episodes. Then what else is is on that list? So I put down Read the Four Agreements, which is the book I was reading, which I've completed. Guys, the quickness it took me to finish that book just so I could tick off my list is insane. Um, one thing I did have to remind myself is that I need to enjoy the activity as opposed to just tick off my list so I mean that was feedback for myself that I kind of felt like I rushed through the book so I want to take my time but I was able to take that off my list and I felt good um and then other things I noticed is that I was actually putting things for myself personally as well so I've put go swimming twice a week create an art piece because for me keeping my creativity going is very important which it actually mentions that in the book in the article as well and being active and just being healthy mentally emotionally physically and spiritually is just important for me it's funny actually one thing I didn't put on here is my meditate but I think it's because I've just taken it for granted I meditate every day um so that's not on the list but I found that very helpful but the list actually did pass my salary test in terms of my values for my for my journey and who I am intrinsically and how I want to show up for myself is that I want things to be effortless I found it effortless creating this list I found it effortless um ticking off the things on this list because these are things I actually enjoy and this takes me to some the the other point I'm finding is helping me in staying consistent with my podcast journey is that uh, I'm understanding that it really helps to take it one step at a time because what's that saying insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results I'm 34 years old I'm soon to be 35 literally in like a month I'm gonna be I'm gonna be turning 35 and I know that all the things I've tried um haven't got me the career I want right so how about I do things differently but while I'm doing things differently I think there's two sides to that coin number one are they in alignment with my intrinsic values which one of them is ensuring I'm having fun and enjoying I'm being my genuine self and number two am I treating myself with love understanding that a lot of the habits I have now they've been formed and shaped over the last 34 years of my life I'm not going to change these habits overnight I'm not going to all of a sudden if I'm someone who's been inconsistent it's going to take more than overnight for me to automatically be consistent I have to start making my habits second nature and the only way I can do it is do it one step at a time and this is a life hack in general um, is that it's easier to be consistent with something you love doing than something you despise let's be honest so point blank I'm understanding 
that for me to stay consistent with this new journey I'm on, with keeping this podcast alive, keeping it going, keeping my ideas flowing, keeping the excitement and the enthusiasm within myself, within my voice, within my interaction with you, is that I have to keep asking myself if I'm enjoying it. Once I stop enjoying it, it's going to stay hard it's going to be hard to be consistent because even if the money is coming in, I might get, my ego might get inflated. That, yeah, people are listening to me. Yeah, money's coming in. Yeah, I can, monet- I can monetize my things. Um, but if I'm not enjoying it, you're going to be able to tell. It, like, I mean, my girlfriend and I were having this conversation. I think it was last night or this morning. We were saying that, because that, I said to her, like, it's so important to me that whatever career I build now, I enjoy, I love it. I I, I enjoy, I love it. <laughs> I ensure I love it. I ensure that I stay enjoying doing what I'm doing. And she was like, absolutely. Because we both agreed that at the point I stopped showing up in a way where the passion's gone. At the point I, I show up to you and you can tell I'm just doing it for the sake of it. I'm doing it just to tick off my list. I, You guys can feel it. There's, there will be that energetic f- shift that you guys will be like, I can't put my finger on it, but there's just something off with this podcast right now. And yes, I may still ag- attract certain people. I may still attract the numbers. I may still attract monetization. I may still attract sales. But I feel like I will lose the authentic people who resonated from the start. I will lose the people who were able to resonate with my why. I will lose the people who could feel me from the soul level. And if I lose that, then what's the point? What's the point? I might as well stay. I might as well stay in my current job. I might as well just stay and continue carrying the ladder and doing it without thought. But ultimately, I definitely believe that to stay consistent, number one, (laughs) it's easier if you do things you love. Number two, allow yourself start small. Allow yourself take it one step at a time. And then another one, which um, I can't avoid talking about, I have to talk about, is probably the elephant in the room, is self-discipline. So... (sighs) Forgive me because I genuinely can't remember why I heard it. I'm someone who absorbs a lot of information, sometimes a bit, it's questionably too much, but I love mental stimulation. But the reason I'm saying it is that I was about to make a point, but I can't remember. It's not my own personal point. I heard it or read it somewhere. It may have been in one of the recent books I read for agreement, or it may have been Start With Why, or it may have just been, I don't know, I heard someone I'm trying to think of um TED talks I've listened to recently I know I heard it somewhere I can't tell you where but basically it said self-discipline is an act of love I was like whoa that really hit my core because I was like wow I've been trying to cultivate self-love for years I've convinced myself that I was self-care advocate self-love advocate and I was a big ambassador for self-love but guess what guys was I kind enough and did I love myself enough to maintain discipline no no I didn't 
And one of the biggest blockers, apart from myself, is that I didn't allow myself maintain discipline. And that's why I struggled to stay consistent with certain things I was doing. So this has been a big change, like a game changer for me. I mean, it may have just been a state in the obvious for you, but I was like, wow, like for me, that really hit my core that self-discipline is an act of love on yourself. And I completely agree because even now I've started to, I started my swimming. It's not like I wake up every day and I'm like, woohoo, I'm going swimming. Like, <laughs> so I, I mean, there's sometimes even I'm, I'm supposed to go swimming today and I'm already like, okay, okay. Like I even manifested that this morning. I like do my meditation. I do daily, um, meditating and one of the things I actually meditated for today was to give me the discipline to go swimming today because it's very easy to be like oh the nice is the the house is nice and cozy let me just cuddle up and stay home instead oh my body's achy because my body is achy (laughs) I've been going to lessons my body is achy I've been swimming two to three times a week um of course it's new to me and I I mean I was even reading up on this how long does it take for your muscles to stop stop aching when you start um exercising regularly but saying that to say that I do enjoy swimming I enjoy the benefits of swimming but it's not to say that I was just able to get up and go it's not to say that I I can just automatically be consistent remember 34 years of my life doing certain things it's going to take a while to slowly transition into new habits into new habits of love into new habits for self-discipline but that really helped me recently understanding that self-discipline is an act of love so now I ask myself on times where I'm like oh I could really do with skipping swimming right now actually so far I haven't like asked my I haven't like wanted to skip a recording episode so that's good touch wood that's going so so far so good but I imagine there may be some point in the near future because I mean bear in mind I've only been uh recording my podcast I've only launched my podcast for a month um I imagine that may come up at some point where I may be slightly hesitant but now having the realization that self-discipline is actually an act of love um it I think it really elevated me and I'm 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 I want to see how that impacts me going forward because you know how you take little nuggets and there's some nuggets you take on that can genuinely really transform your life and there's some that you take and it doesn't really stick and there's some that really stick I feel like this one will really stick this whole um challenge to myself about self-discipline and I just realized that's my theme for this year um so people who know me personally may know this but every year instead of like setting new year resolutions at the start of the year I set myself themes and I notice that my themes don't tend to appear to me until springtime and this is something like I mean I might come on to it and talk about it in the near future when I talk about spirituality but one of my desires is to work 
um, only be very active and work from spring through to autumn and then literally hibernate in winter like that's been one of my dreams where I can just take a children in winter I can travel with my family I can have the best of time with my family and then only really produce from um, and really really create from spring to autumn because call me crazy but I feel like um, humans are meant to hibernate <laughs> in the winter months um, at least for those who live in like uh, countries with four seasons um, those who live in countries with two seasons I still think I I mean regardless of if you live in four seasons or two seasons I genuinely believe that there's a season um, throughout the year where we work and put in all, all our effort are 100% similar with the way nature works and there's seasons where we should be more chill that's one of my longer term goals but now I completely forget why I even started talking about that oh my god but ultimately I just guys I completely lost my train of my train of thought there but um I wanted to close off with saying that self-discipline is a game changer in helping me stay consistent I wanted to stay a game changer because it's true and now I ask myself going back to the salary test and going back I think it was in the four agreements the book the four agreements I saw this about self-discipline being an act of love like ultimately now to help me stay consistent and tying it into the salary test I just ask myself with things I'm doing um is this helping me achieve my long-term goal is this helping me get me to where I want to be? And that's where the self-discipline then throws in. Like, is this a loving act to myself? So in the moment where I'm choosing not to go swimming, am I loving my body? Am I loving myself by choosing not to go swimming? And I'm trying to apply this to every decision I make now. Um, and there's a, some activities I started to, some habits, not activities I started to change, I'm noticing. Uh, one of it is, that mindless scrolling I used to mindlessly scroll through my phone um, and that was creating issues in my personal relationship and since it's coming up to a month now and I stopped that so now I'm from 7 p.m my phone is off I don't go on social media or anything anything like that uh, evenings I just switch uh switch I was gonna say tune out and I was gonna say switch off <laughs> so I tune out to the rest of the world by um switching off my what's it called my connectivity on my phone so I only like I put on music from 7 p.m most nights we'd like candles as well and we just like it's like chill out zone um and the most I'll do for entertainment is have a conversation with my girlfriend we'll have dinner together on most nights and then we'll have like a nice chilled connected conversation we may choose to like watch um something that's mentally stimulating we might choose to watch a certain topic but that's the most we do we try and refrain we only if we're going to watch something in the evening from now we try and only watch documentaries um as opposed to just like mindlessly um staring at like a season or an episode on on netflix for example uh, so that's one thing i've started to do where i'm using my self-discipline to love myself so I'm using it to ask myself questions like 
do you love yourself by doing this do you love yourself by doing that that's helped me it's really really helped me my mindless scrolling like guys I didn't realize this was an issue until recently but that was certainly an issue where I would just mindlessly scroll on my phone um and that was taken away from the energy I could put into achieving my goals it was taken away from the energy I could put into being consistent in other activities the other thing I do now where I feel the need to scroll from my phone I instead I pick up a book and read a book I love reading books I've always loved reading books so that's for me picking up a book instead of looking on my phone it doesn't necessarily translate to the same for you I want you to figure out what it is that you can replace but ultimately try to replace um, certain habits you currently have with newer more helpful more loving habits that you enjoy doing and perhaps you'll find that may start to help you or keep you um, staying consistent when it comes to achieving your desires achieving your goals because come on we can do this like I'm rooting for myself and I'm rooting for you like I really really I'm so excited and I really genuinely want to create a community where like my vision is just like seeing all of us like kind of starting the journey around the same time and then like in 10 years time looking back and going like oh my god we made it and there's more people coming on the journey with us like in that time frame and there's new people starting in the 10 years but like I I really want that like I feel like that would be um a wish given to me by the universe if in 10 years time I can see someone saying to me or I remember your very first podcast episode I remember you in the early days and look how far you've come look how far I've come as well like I would love to hear um, a listener say that to me in 10 years time but um yeah I just honestly like I'm having a moment but I'm really excited I just feel very I feel good I feel very positive about my actions and let's see let's see if I have a follow-up episode in the near future about staying consistent if you resonated with this episode I want you to share it with someone you know will appreciate some emotional and mental stimulation Ultimately, the aim is to get connected in our vulnerable space where, guess what, it's okay to ask questions, plus take inspired steps to allow us have the life we want by doing the things we love. Before I leave, I want to challenge you to do something you are passionate about within now and the next time I get to speak to you. And on that note, Aurelua signing out with so much love. Take care, guys.